guys. Thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And today, special holiday episode. I, I believe I l- said that I would check in one more time before uh, Christmas, uh, specifically, and th- the rest of the holiday season, just to kind of wish you all a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. For those of you that I do not talk to on a regular basis, and if you are still listening to podcasts during the holidays, I wanted to make sure that I... Wished you all happy holidays, safe and Merry Christmas, uh, and whatever else that you guys celebrate. Um, I just wanted to say that first and foremost, and then also just, again, kind of reiterate some things that I uh, mentioned on a previous episode, I think probably a week or so ago, talking about making sure that you enjoy this time with friends, family, or all the above, Uh, you know, the holidays is not a time to be alone, you know, um, to all by yourself. Like, so if you don't have a family, what I, is what I mean, you know, if you're just a solo owner, operator, solo, solopreneur, right. You're just, you know, getting after whatever business you are doing or wanting to do. Maybe, maybe you, you haven't started your own business yet, but you're listening to this podcast in hopes to continue to learn and, and grow and, and get to the point where you can start your own business. If that's what you want to do and you're all alone, uh, hopefully you have somebody, you know, some family or friends, uh, if not, you've got us, right? I know all of us are going to be posting still throughout the holidays, and hopefully you've connected with someone in the industry, in our community, within the industry, right? Our community is like a, a smaller bubble within the grant, you know, the broader umbrella of the green industry with lawn, landscape, hardscape, irrigation, all that kind of stuff, uh, turf, you know, care and everything. So our community, our online community is a much smaller version of that. And we are the ones that stay connected and it keeps growing. Of course, more and more people that get into the industry or just were in the industry and maybe didn't know about the community and kind of stumbled upon it one way or another uh, by getting involved in social media or being things being shared to them or recommended. So we are continuously growing and we're, we're, we're growing the industry as, as a, as a result, you know, from the inside out, the more, our online community grows, the more the industry grows. And we're kind of by default pushing some of the folks out that, you know, of the industry, like that are on the, like the outliers there, right. That are just not really with the program. And I'm not even really sure why they're even in the industry. Maybe they got into it for the wrong reasons or, or they just, you know, just, I, I can, I know, you know, wears you down for sure. You know, maybe they're just burned out and they don't see the value in social media and online community and networking and, any of that stuff, you know, it is what it is to each their own. Unfortunately, um, that's, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's a recipe for success. So, but those of us in the online community here, we are always connecting and staying connected through social media and meeting up at live networking events like the Equip Expo and all the other different live conferences and events and meetups throughout the expo and beyond, you know, more keep popping up every year. Some have come and gone and come back and, uh, new ones are popping up. I know uh, Spencer's Lawn Care had had their event um, that they've they've kind of evolved over the last few years. So that looked like a big exciting event. Um, I I have all kinds of different networking events that I try to put together and promote to help bring as many of you guys together as possible in different different formats. Most recently, the upcoming January 28th in Carroll, Ohio, at the old Almond HQ or the new, not the old. The new Almond HQ uh, with Brittany and Caleb Almond will be hosting the podcast summit there. So uh, we'll be having a whole podcasting event. So Saturday the 28th, if you are local or close enough neighboring state to Ohio, or if you want to travel, fly in or drive in from wherever, you are invited. Everyone's invited, whether you have a podcast or you just want to hang out and potentially be on a podcast or just network. Just another great time to get like-minded folks together, entrepreneurs together. If you've never met maybe Caleb and Brittany Allman, you want to check out their shop, you know, that's why I wanted to host it there this year to to uh, showcase their new shop that they're still finishing up uh, a lot of things uh, diligently day after day. And they uh, assure me that everything will be good to go by January 28th. I mean, uh, regardless, you know, like he said, worst case scenario, I could just, you know, rent a bunch of heaters or whatever. And, and uh, if everything's not a hundred percent, but we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have a nice, I mean, the building is, has been there for a long time, obviously, and all the rooms and all the different spaces are just filling in and getting all finished and all that. So 
we definitely have a, a, a great place, a great space to go to and check out and hang out and plenty of parking around the, the building and all that. So the more the merrier. Um, again, I'm not looking for this to be um, that this is not like the expo, obviously. It's not like this massive thing, you know, by default, it's, it's, uh, you know, probably going to be a, a smaller gathering, which is fine. You know, that's kind of why I keep creating these get togethers, these, these, uh, these networking events, these live events so that there's more opportunity for folks to come together, especially like if, if you weren't able to go to previous ones or like equip expo, not everyone can go to that for various reasons every year or ever. So all these other events, you know, whether they be free or paid for, they're all different ways of getting education as well as networking with the rest of the online community. So I just keep trying to help contribute to that and create as many different events as I feel will be valuable to the community and that I enjoy creating um, as well. So this is a free event. It's called the Podcast Summit. It's the second year. Last year, I had it up up uh, close to me, only a couple hours north in Maryland, uh, Baltimore, Maryland area over in Mulchmate. We had a good time there. This year, again, like I said, I wanted to have it at Almond HQ over there in Carroll, Ohio. So all the information for that is in the link of this episode description and several other episodes prior to this description. Um, so you can click on that and all the details, you know, again, the date and the times, you know, it's nine to five, January 28th, Saturday, but that's all there again, just as a reminder, as well as the address for Almond HQ and a ho- uh, information, the link for the hotel block. If you are coming from out of town and you plan on staying overnight, uh, then you can, you know, there's a discounted rate at, at the hotel block that we chose. Um, the almonds recommended a nice hotel. looks really nice. So, uh, you know, I, I rely on them since I'm not from that area. So we got that taken care of. We'll have lunch catered so you don't have to worry about food while you're there. You know, just come on in and have a good time. Again, it's free, but please, you know, click the link in the episode description for all the details and register is what I meant to say. Also uh, register for the events. This way we know we have a good head count of how many people are coming. So we know how much food to order, right? You know, fortunately in this situation, it's not going to be a massive event where I need to have the cater pl- catering planned or have it catered and have it planned way ahead of time. I mean, at this point, you know, if we needed to, we could just get a whole bunch of pizza or something, but we would like to have something a little bit nicer and prepared and, you know, but fortunately we should be able to do it, you know, a week or two in advance and not have to worry about uh, months in advance and being way off the headcount. But so the, the sooner you register, the better. Um, so this way we, we have as close to an accurate headcount as possible to make sure that we have enough of everything for everybody, you know, you know, enough water, obviously enough food for lunch, enough places to enough seating, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, this is, this is, this is the behind the scenes stuff that goes into planning these events. Like it's not, we, we, we can't just wing it. We can only wing it so far. I mean, again, it's not a super, you know, high caliber professional, you know, conference or something, you know, with big executives or something like that, where everything's got to be dialed in and planned to the T, you know, we are, we try to keep it organic, obviously. It's just, it's just a community getting together, having a good time, but, but we still want to have a good time and we want to make it the best that we can for everybody. We want it to be as valuable, give as much value as possible for everyone that attends, whether you're paying for it or it's free, still the same amount of value in my opinion. So thanks to Kohler Engines for supporting this event. That's why it is free. So they're the ones, you know, paying for the food and, um, you know, uh, everything else that's involved in the setup and preparation and the breakdown and all that. So thank you to Kohler and shout out to Kohler for doing that for us. So again, that's the podcast summit. So it's just yet another way, the whole point of me saying that, and you know, this episode is kind of also like going to be a little bit of a gifting episode. So I'm kind of going to share as many things as I can think of to gift you guys, you know, and, and, um, uh, let you, you know, inform you guys. That's the word I was looking for. Man, I don't have Mr. Producer, you know, behind me helping me out, you know, struggling with these, uh, these, these, these words that I can't, you know, that can't come to, to the forefront right away sometimes, but I got it info, you know, trying to provide as much info for you guys so that you can make your decisions and, and, and have a good holiday season and, and get ready for next year and all that kind of good stuff. But so, uh, the podcast summit, is yet another way to network with folks and any previous events that you went and you networked with um, that, you know, you, you shouldn't, hopefully there's no reason for you to be alone is the ultimate point to my story. The holidays is a time to get together with friends and family, those who you care about, those who you love, all the above, 
and just enjoy, you know, have gratitude, celebrate the hol- whatever the different holidays are and, if, you know, celebrate them for what they are, their different meanings, enjoy them together, you know, with, with whoever and, and, and take, take a little bit of a break, right. From, from working and hustling and grinding or take a little bit of break, your body and your mind need to rest, you know, your, your heart needs to be full. So just, you know, focus on those kind of things, right? The, the, the work will be there, you know, afterwards. So it's, hopefully you guys are taking a little bit of time off is, is the ultimate point. Again, the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate point. <laughs> hopefully you're taking some time off and you're going to enjoy some, some of that. I know I am because I have children, I have kids, I have young, young adults, I guess I should say at this point, you know, so they're both out of school this time of year. My son's still in high school, so he only gets two weeks, which is still phenomenal. My daughter's um, in college, so she has like a month off. So that's even more phenomenal. So we always look forward to the, to that time frame when she's home for a month. And, and what, what we feel as our family, one of the best times of the year, the holidays. And especially for me and my family, because they're always a, they're, they're always affected by this, right? But I used to work in retail. I know I've said this a hundred times for some of you, like, oh gosh, here we go. But I'm not going to go into that story. You already know if you don't, you can just, you know, go, go on my YouTube channel at Lawn Care Rookie or LCR and you'll be able to find, you know, my, my video on the homepage there that tells my whole story. Or you can, um, I believe I might have had an episode at one point or another on, on this podcast that was kind of like a good good summary of my story, you know, retail to, to lawn care and all, all the ins and outs with that. So you can always just go back in the archives there. You can go. If you're on Spotify, I would imagine Apple does it too. But if you're on Spotify, there's a search function um, in the in the main app. But if you're in actually clicked on, you know, you're listening to my podcast currently, you could just go. There's a search uh, box just for my podcast, and you could just type in whatever, type in my story or retail, anything along those lines, and that should help you. Uh, if something should come up, it, whatever, if I talked about it. So anyway, <laughs> probably could have told my whole story by now, right? No, not really, if you know me, but <laughs> in the last couple of minutes of me rambling on how to find my story. But the, my, my point is, I uh, was in retail for 15 years, and retail is is like peak time is the holidays. So you work constantly all day. Every, I, as a manager, I was in retail management to be specific. I, I was working all the time. It's like, I hardly ever had a day off um, by the company's design. It's not like I willingly and voluntarily was like, Oh, I just got to work. You know? I mean, of course I wanted to be a team player and help out whatever store and company I worked for. That was my job. That was the point. That's why they paid me. But I also wanted to spend time with my family and Way back when, I remember like probably halfway into my retail career, management career, uh, uh, one uh, like the COO or something, you know, the second or third in charge of the of the company at that time, I was in some fancy meeting and they said, you know, um, you you guys really have to love retail or we really have like, you know, he was like all rah rah and he's just like, you know, we really have to love retail because if you think about it. We work when everyone else doesn't, right? We're the only ones working. We're working in the holidays through all, every holiday throughout the whole year. You know, when everyone else is home with their family, we're out working. So we, you know, we clearly, we love what we do. And that started me, that honestly made me think to myself, like, man, do I? I don't really think I do love what I do. Like, I mean, if, if that's the criteria for loving what you do, the fact that we work when no one else does, like, I mean, I get like if you're a, you know, firefighter, you know, emergency services, you know, doctors, things like that, you know, police, of, of course, it is what it is. Um, you know, you're going to be working in those same kind of scenarios a lot, too. And, and hopefully you do enjoy that. You love serving people and helping people. And, and that's why there's so many different things out there for for so many people. And there are truly people that love retail. Someone has to be able to, to, to love it. Someone has to love it so they're not miserable and someone has to do it, right? We have to buy our stuff from somewhere. We're not like back in the day where we're bartering stuff, you know, from farmer to farmer or whatever, you know, ranch to ranch or anything like that. So because of our evolved civilization, we go to stores to buy our stuff, whether it be food, clothes, whatever it is, you know, so, um, you know, someone has to be there to actually stock the, keep the shelves stocked and, and, and take our money and, you know, ring the stuff up. So someone's got to do it. So it better, it should be people that actually enjoy it and love it. So, but I just thought to myself after I heard that, you know, person say that I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's me, honestly. I mean, I, I enjoy certain aspects. I enjoyed 
certain aspects of retail management, like leading and managing people and things like that. But, you know, the hours and working when everyone else wasn't and all the deal, the headaches with all the customers and all the nonsense and all the complaining and the employee issues and all, you know, there's a lot of downs to it. Um, that was really stressful for me and, and wore me down for a long time. So I am kind of, I guess, giving you a little bit of a, of a summary, but it, I feel like I'm saying different things. I don't remember ever saying some of this stuff before. So there you go. If you've heard my story before, you probably didn't hear that that version of it. Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. That was early on, though, and I think that might have started started the catalyst of me thinking to myself, like, do I really want to be? Because I never planned on being in retail my whole life. It just kind of was something I, I fell into, you know, out of college or in college, just working part time retail like most people do, just you know, cashier, stock and shelves, whatever. And I quickly realized that, and other people identified that I, I could be, you know, a leader of some sort. And I would just, I just kind of rose through the ranks relatively quickly and. Uh, thought to myself, man, maybe I could do this full time, you know, and 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 see see where this goes while I was still going through college and blah blah blah. And I just ended up in retail management for over 15 years, just raising rising through the ranks up to store manager and so on. So again, there's aspects that I did enjoy, but the main things I didn't enjoy were ultimately the deal breakers for me because I have I had and have a family, and I felt like I hardly ever saw them when it mattered the most. It was so hard for me to request off certain times unless it was a non-peak time, like no holidays, if it was just some random school event or something, you know, or field trip or something like that. Um, you know, potentially I could request those off easier to participate in with my kids and my family and vacations. You know, we could never go on vacations when anybody else was going on vacation because those were times that it was busy for us to, to work and, you know, other managers wanting to request time off too. And it was just always a fight to get time off. So I, I felt like I could I just wasn't there as enough for my family and where I wanted to be. So again, my ultimate point is that this time of year I was working like a dog and I was exhausted. And, and in fact, I kind of still have some PTSD when I get stuck in traffic, just trying to go to, to a normal place. Like I'm not even going shopping. I'm not even dealing with that nonsense. We do most of our shopping online through Amazon, like so many others. But there's, of course, a lot of things that you still have to do in person. Like if you get Christmas decorations or Christmas trees or just you just can't find, you know, the what you're looking for in the rare occasion on Amazon or something you just really want to look at or try like clothes. Sometimes it's a lot easier to go to the stores and try it on things like that. Shoes, whatever, even though Amazon's got their own stuff, you can, you know, try before you buy and send it back and blah, blah, blah. But that's still not as quick as just going to a store normally anyway, and, and trying stuff on and, and seeing how it goes there and then buying it on Amazon, right? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's messed up. No, but I know a lot of people do that. But no, you know, you go to the store, you try it on. If it's great, buy it. Boom, you're done. But now with the holidays, it's it's packed, right? People are shopping for for gifts and everything. So it's it, it's a tough time to to just you know replace something that's broken or just buy something that you just happen to need and has nothing to do with Christmas gifts, you know, because you're just stuck dealing with all that. So I I would still get anxiety, you know, PTSD if I ever have to be caught up in that mess, you know, if I'm just trying to get through town or something and I'm stuck in all of this crazy Christmas traffic and people drive like a, like maniacs and they're, everyone's so distracted and so stressed out and busy and rushing here and there. And if you're not, you know, a part of that, it's even worse because you're just stuck. It, it's like, it's like you're the local and there's a bunch of tourists that are just all over the place, just clogging everything up. And it's, it's, it's kind of frustrating, but so, I mean, like it, it was a stressful experience. So this time of year I would be super stressed and working all the time, like a dog, not spending time with my family. So ever since I started my, my business, I was able to spend obviously so much more quality time with my family, go on vacation whenever we want, all this kind of stuff. Well, for the most part, right. You know, uh, not, don't, 
a lot of things are eliminated. Like I don't have to get my, my vacation approved and I don't have to fight with other managers and like, oh, I want to request this week off. Well, I want to request this week off too, or blah, 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 blah. And all this nonsense, you know, who's going to do that? Whatever, like all that stuff's eliminated. You know, of course, I still have to keep in mind that my business has to run. And if I don't have a crew leader, you know, what, what am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. So of course, there's still some of those things. You can't just completely be uh, you know irresponsible about it, but there's a heck of a lot more control now with my time. And if I need a day off or I need to start work late or leave early for various family things, personal things, whatever, it's so much easier to do that now that I'm my own boss and I, and I work in a different industry. You know what I mean? I, I work in lawn care. Uh, so it's not like I own my own retail location because I would still be in the exact same situation, trying to work all the time to get as much money as I can during this peak holiday season. So with all that being said, I am going on vacation with my family for Christmas. This is the second time that we've done this over the last, you know, eight years that I've been working for myself, you know, my own uh, lawn care business out, out of retail. So it's it's really healing and gratifying and it's beautiful, to be honest. We get to, you know, ever since I, I left retail, we, we've been able to experience the holiday seasons in a whole new way together as a family. So like I said, you know, my my kids are, are home um, we really enjoy this time of year. Uh, we always have, but it's always been very fractured because I haven't been as involved in, in all of it as I want it to be. Now I'm almost completely involved. Of course, you know, I still have to work and we still have stuff to do, but it's, it's you know, as things start slowing, <laughs> things slow down for, you know, any outdoor work versus in the in retail, it's, it, it picks up, right? This is the peak season for them. This is our non-peak season for landscaping and hardscaping and lawn care because the weather's cold, wet, snowy, potentially all the above. It's, it's just a mess. Nothing's growing because it's too cold. So everything's dormant. So there's nothing to cut. You're not going to be planting anything like it's just, you know, so it's, it's very slow. So you're doing a lot of other things, all the other non-peak things or cleaning up snow. If, if you have snow and that's the service you offer and so on, but either way, it's still not, you know, full blown, full time, five, six days a week. Like it is you know, spring, summer, fall for the majority of services, uh, of businesses and types and so on in this industry. So it's slower. So by default, it just makes it so much easier for me to enjoy my holiday season with my family and so on. So we are going on vacation. We're going to Universal Studios. Don't stop by and, and rob me or anything. <laughs> this is not necessarily stuff I, I think that we uh, announce, you know, on social media until after the fact, but it's fine. You know, we, it, it, I just... I want it to be real time, right? I don't want to be saying all this after the fact, like, uh, you know, make sure you enjoy the holidays, like after the holidays are over. I want to, you know, say this beforehand so you guys can, we can all be living in the moment together. And, and if there's any kind of, you know, inspiration or motivation that I'm able to give, you know, along the way, Hey, there you go. Um, that's, that's what it's all about for me. But so, yeah, so we're, we're going out of town. We're actually going to Universal Studios. Like I said, this is the second time we've been out of town for the holidays. It's something that we figure we try because, you know, we see it on TV and, and movies and, uh, uh, well, like TV shows and movies. You know, some people over the years that we've known that do that regularly. And it's, it's a common thing. Whether you're going to, like, visit family out of town or you're just going completely something that has nothing to do with a visiting family, you're just going like on a vacation, you know, like going to visit family isn't necessarily vacation. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, if you know, you know, but it's, it, 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 but it's, you know, you're traveling, you're still traveling. So this is the time of year where a lot of people travel, but you know, a lot of people do actually go on vacation. They go somewhere nice, um, for, you know, Christmas vacation. So that's, that's what we're doing. We're, going to Universal Studios. I think I've said this already probably twice, but anyway, we're going to Universal Studios. Um, both of, both of our children, uh, will be graduating, um, at the end of this year. My son will be graduating high school. My daughter will be graduating college, obviously Lord willing, right? If everything goes well, they'll be graduating. Everything should be fine. And, uh, so we wanted to kind of do like a last, like final type of her, you know, final hurrah thing where the all, the whole family's all together, you know, who knows what's going to happen. And, once my daughter's out of college, what she's going to do with her life. And when my son's in college, things will be not as easy as they are now that he's living at home in high school and all that. So while we were all still living together in the same house and still, you know, appreciative of everything and young enough to do everything together, we figured, hey, let's go to Universal Studios. We were supposed to go to Universal Studios a few years back. There was supposed to be a field trip, a school band field trip that my son was going to go. My daughter has already been on some field trips um, and band, she went, that's right, twice. She went 
on a cruise to the Bahamas with the band uh, and, and uh, several other groups from the high school um, went, went on, on a carnival cruise trip. So that was cool. It wasn't around the holidays. It was just some other random time. So that was pretty cool. And then they went to Disney World another time and marched in the, in the Disney parade, the, mar- the, the band, the marching band. So that, that was pretty cool as well. Again, neither one of those things were around the, were around the holidays, but I'm just saying is they were field trips. So when my son has been in high school, like I think his first year, it was supposed to be uh, when he was in ninth grade, we were supposed to go because it's like a yearly thing. We'd always plan the band would always plan different field trips, and we were they were supposed to go to Universal Studios. And we my wife and I volunteered to be chaperones. We were like, heck yeah, sign us up. We were we wanted to do that for the cruise too, but it just it didn't really work out the timing of it and all that. But so we we were all ready to do the whole Universal Studios thing with our son, and COVID happened. So I mean, there's not much else I need to say about that. So this is probably the first real year that we could have that there could have been a field trip, and that things are just kind of like you know as back to normal as they can be um, and, and under the circumstances over the last several years of this crazy pandemic situation with COVID and all that. You know, we're we're here the end of 2022 just for um, for context, December of 2022, but. So because that never happened, we kind of felt like we for, for, you know, ever since then, we're like, man, that stinks, you know, and we were hoping that that that, that would be a, ba- a banned field trip this year. And there was no field trips this year. So that's why we, another motivation why we're like, you know what, let's just do it. And then we're like, what about Christmas time? Like, you know, we, we went on a went on a vacation around Christmas once before and it was kind of fun. So I mean, I say kind of fun and it was fun. You know, it, it, it was a fun experience. You know, it's not like we want to do that necessarily every year, but it's nice to switch things up here and there. So we're like, why don't we do that this year? So anyway, that's, you know, there's a lot more conversation involved with that, of course. But, you know, we ended up deciding to go to Universal Studios uh, over Christmas break. So we'll be going out of town. We'll be hanging out at Universal Studios, having time of our life for almost a week. Um, and, you know, with the family and that, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be enjoying every minute of it. I'm going to be enjoying every minute of not having to worry about work and only spending time with my family and just having a great time. So, you know, you, you probably won't see much on social media from me. Maybe, you know, something here and there that's Universal Studios related or whatever, if something, you know, strikes me. But for the most part, I'll just be doing my thing and kind of incognito, trying to get a, a bunch of podcast episodes done before that so that we can keep that rolling. For those of you that are working or traveling for the holidays and you want to listen to podcasts, you've got some fresh episodes to listen to, like this episode. So, uh, again, I just wanted to make this uh, shorter you know, episode, uh, shorter than normal episode to just, again, um, wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to the LCR Media Podcast as always. Um, don't forget to check out the episode description for the link for the podcast summit. If you're curious, interested, or want to go, and make sure you register for that and all the info's on there and on that link there. Um, also, I did want to just leave you a few more gifts. You know, I, I don't normally do this. I'm not normally... Um, well, I'm all about giving gifts, but I mean, I'm not normally, I don't normally have a ton of discount codes or anything like that. That's just never been, it's just never been a thing, I guess. I don't know, whatever. But, you know, ever since the last few years, as my business grows and as uh, there's been great innovative ideas in our industry, um, you know, and I've made good connections with some of these folks, I just decide, you know, like we've worked, it ends up becoming a win-win partnership, you know? So there's a few different affiliates that I have that I wanted to, you know, share with you guys in case you don't know, just so that you can give your business a gift, um, or gifts, you know, as well as yourself, of course, because your business, your, your business is supposed to work for you. It's supposed to support you, right? You're not just working for free. You're working to support yourself. You potentially, if you have a family, you know, your, your family's, uh, your family, obviously. So your business is supposed to support whatever you want it to support. So it's not like you're just doing it just for fun and you're not doing it for free, I would imagine. So give yourself and your business the gift. How much time did you waste in 2022 looking up addresses to qualify a prospect? Probably a lot more than you realize. Losing time is losing money. Well, we have a solution for you. It's called My Service Area. My Service Area quickly pre-qualifies prospects based on their address and the specific profitable service area that you have created. Don't take our word for it. Here's what Charles from Stepping Stone Landscaping says about using My Service Area. My Service Area has quickly become an essential tool. The setup was easy, amazing customer service, and most importantly, it saves me money. 
My service area is a no-brainer solution to a very common time-wasting problem of looking up addresses. I highly recommend adding My Service Area to your website before the next spring rush. You know, Naylor talks about creating dense routes, and My Service Area is certainly a tool that can help you fine-tune your routes. Well, thank you, Charles. Now really is the best time to get started so that you will be in a great position to conquer 2023. Visit MyServiceArea.com slash LCR for a very special offer that will only be available for a limited time. The link will be in the description. MyServiceArea.com slash LCR. If you don't know, I'm a big fan of the Ramp Rack. If you don't know what that is, you can click the link in the episode description. Uh, there's also lots of videos about it on my YouTube channel at Long Care Rookie LCR, where I just go into great detail about it, as well as there's other episodes on this podcast about it. So again, in that search box, you can type in Ramp Rack and boom, you know, you'll see whatever episodes come up with that. But the Ramp Rack is something for... I feel the most useful for mowing maintenance for, or for, for maintenance for lawn mowing and other maintenance. It could be fertilization, fertilization and weed control as well. But instead of having to pull a trailer, you just hook this ramp up to the back of your truck. So you take, you know, your tailgate off. Um, there's, there's railings and everything that you uh, attach into the stake pockets of your, your truck. And that's what the ramp ultimately attaches to in the back. It's a big dovetail trailer gate ramp basically that folds up and folds down and like i said part of it part of the 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 part that is attached to the truck is is dovetail dovetails down a little bit to get a little bit lower to the ground then you fold the gate down just like a trailer so it reaches the ground and it's a ramp you just ride or walk whatever mowers you have whether it be walk behinds stand-ons you know, little push mowers, whatever, all the above, you know, whatever, however you're limited to the space of your truck. So I've got an eight foot bed as well as the type of truck, you know, and the type of mowers, you know, if you're just loading a bunch of 30 inch, 22 inch mowers and maybe even a 36 inch walk behind or something, then you could probably get away with a, a, a nice brand new F-150 with stock you know, suspension or whatever. Most likely that would be okay. You could also get airbags or add some extra leaf springs to beef it up. But if you're doing anything beyond that, like, you know, bigger, bigger than 36 inch walk behinds or multiple, you know, walk behinds and, or, you know, stand on mowers, 36 inch on up, all those things get heavier and heavier. So I would definitely recommend having at least a heavy duty truck for that, which is what I have. You can get a 2,500 or 3,500 or 250, 350, you know, whatever, whatever is your favorite brand, um, you know, dually, single axle, what, whatever, um, anything heavy duty and beyond is going to have a heavier, is beefier suspension for a heavier payload in the, in the, in the truck bed and so on. And you can still beef that suspension up too. If you're going to be, if you've got an eight foot bed and you want to load up two stand on mowers, like I can do, um, when we need to, normally our setup is just one stand on mower, a 30 inch mower and a 22 inch mower. That's all we need in there for our daily mowing. And then, of course, you've got racks on the sides, whatever racks you want, however many and however you want to configure it. We've got a three rack, a three trimmer rack, green touch rack on the side, you know, and a couple blower racks and um, gas can racks, water, cooler rack, like anything and everything uh, we need, you know, so you don't have to pull a trailer. So basically all the stuff that you would have racks on your trailer, you can put those on the side rails that are in the stake pockets of your truck bed and it's all right there. So you don't ever have to pull a trailer is the whole point. You can just load everything up. You've got a, you know, small bed, big bed, you know, whatever truck, obviously that's what, what you, you know, what you can load, can and can't load. People are always asking me questions on online, on Instagram, whenever I post something about it, it kind of reminds people about it. Sometimes people just remember that I'm kind of like the ramp rack guy. I'm one of the few folks on social media anyway, that, that, um, you know, a content creator anyway. There's a lot of people that share and post that they got the ramp rack. Ramp rack will, will tag them, you know, of course. So there's a lot of people with the ramp rack, but um, as far as creating content about the ramp rack, I'm one of the few that, that do that. So a lot of people just kind of reach out to me with questions, uh, you know, all the time. So I just say that to say that if you have any more questions from what I just said, and if you go and, you know, listen to any other episodes, if you check it out, you know, you Google it or you just go on my YouTube channel and check it all out and you have questions, feel free to reach out to me. But uh, the ultimate thing is, is the ultimate point is that I've been using that in my business for two seasons now. This is going on the third season. This will be the third season. You know, uh, we're in the winter now, but coming up the third season that I'll be using it and it's still going strong. I mean, you know, I got some touch up paint with it. So, you know, every now and again, you know, you're going to get some dings and nicks here and there from, 
you know, it's, it's, it's metal that's powder coated. So stuff's just going to get nicked up here and there over, over the course of time. So you can just touch it up so it doesn't get all rusty and stuff and uh, make it look, keep it looking clean and professional. Um, so, I mean, there's really nothing, you know, I've read, there's like, it's, it's like having a, a, an open trailer. There's very, there's even less maintenance because there's no wheels that you have to constantly replace. Right. So that's, it's very minimal maintenance. It's more just touching up paint, you know, and, and if you, it's just, if you damage anything, right. If you bend something, bang into something, scratch something, whatever, otherwise there's really nothing you need to do. You know, there's, uh, there's, you know, you just gre greasing, you know, grease the, the little hinges there. Um, you know, every now and again for, for the gate to open and close, just like a trailer, um, that you should be doing and then just touching up stuff, you know, a little paint, paint nicks here and there and replace the spring. There's a big old like garage door opener coil spring on one side that helps alleviate some of the weight of the big metal gate so that you're not lifting and lowering all that weight, you know, uh, you know, without any assistance. So that helps. So that stretches out over time. So of course you're going to need to replace that. I've replaced that once, no big deal. I mean, that's, if that's all that you got to replace, I mean, that's super minimal, but you know, I don't have to worry about flat tires all the time, like pulling trailers, constantly getting, you know, slow leaks, flat tires, blowing out the sidewall happened once. I'm sure that was my fault rubbing up against something too much or, or, or the wrong thing once or whatever. And it, just weak into the sidewall and eventually you hit enough bumps or whatever and boom, it just blows it out. That's the weakest part of the tire. So you always want to make sure not to rub up against anything sideways. Make sure you're hopping curbs, not rubbing up alongside of them if you have to type deal. So, um, you know, anyway, all kinds of issues with tires and all the other maintenance that's involved, you know, depending on what kind of trailer you, you have. And uh, also from an employee standpoint, from a crew standpoint, a lot more problems can arise from that too, which is another thing I thought about, you know, a lot of backing into things, jackknifing, side swiping things. Cause you didn't make a wide enough. Someone didn't make a wide enough turn with the trailer. So there's a lot of issues with that. So having the ramp rack just alleviates so much, of course, it's limited, like I said, to your truck bed, right? It's limited to how, how, uh, how much space you have in your truck bed. If you've got an eight foot truck bed, then you've got the most space you can have, but even still, that's only eight feet. You know, I mean, most people's trailers are 10 to 12 feet, right? You know, some people get four by eight trailers when they first start out just to load a couple mowers and that's it. But they, you know, if, if they're planning on growing and expanding their business, they soon realize that they need a bigger trailer. So typically, you know, 10, 12, 16 feet long is typically what you'd have for a trailer. So, I mean, an eight foot truck bed is only going to get you so far and so on and so forth. So it's good to still have trailers. Like I still have my enclosed trailer and you can take the ramp off. It's a, they, they have a quick detach system. If you purchase that, or you can just quickly take the uh, the ramp off and just let it sit wherever in, in your driveway, your garage, your shop, parking spot, whatever, um, and it just sits there, kind of like a plow. So when you when you don't when you need to hook up a trailer or whatever you're doing, and you, and you you don't need the ramp, you can do that, or you can just leave the ramp on all the time if you're not having to pull a trailer. So I still have the enclosed trailer, and I use that in the fall for mulch and and uh, you know leaf cleanups and things. It's a lot easier to load so much all the stuff, you know, into the trailer and then have the truck bed freed up for debris and extra mulch. And when we're doing mulch and things like that versus just using the ramp rack for that, that, uh, I just feel like it's more efficient. So through the winter and through, through the fall, winter, um, and then early, early spring, you know, we have the enclosed trailer hooked up and then we take that, then we hook the ramp back on, put the ramp back on for the mowing season. And we go all through mowing season with the ramp rack because we don't have to worry about pulling a trailer. We can also get into tighter spaces a lot quicker and easier um, with, you know, without having to worry about a trailer. Cul-de-sacs that are lined with cars, harder to, to, to navigate around when, you've, when you don't have as much turn radius. And depending on how big and long, how big your truck is and how long your trailer is, that could not be as easy to whip that around and so on. And so when it's just a truck, it's easy for anyone to get in the truck and drive it, not worry about knowing how to, you know, pull a trailer or back up a trailer and all these things, which is kind of a dying breed, unfortunately, um, in today's day and age. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it is what it is, you know, so that the ramp rack alleviates a lot of that. So anyway, I went into a whole big thing about the ramp rack because I just get so fired up about it just in and just in case, you know, you don't know and you, and, and you, you don't plan on looking, you don't have time to look anything up. I gave you a pretty good snapshot about it, but the, ultimately if you do decide to get it or anything on the ramp rack site, you can put in code LCR and save uh, on there, save 10%. So there's discount there as well as mulch mate 
Um, if those of you don't know about MulchMate, again, you can check all that out on my podcast as well as uh, on my YouTube channel at Lawn Care Rookie. There's tons of stuff about TruckMate, MulchMate, CartMate, all that. So they're up in, in Baltimore, Maryland area, like I said, and they, they have a lot of great products that all consist of or mostly all consist of mulch. They're kind of branching out with some more innovative ideas as well. But CartMate I have, it's a front attachment for any mower. Uh, you just have to get the universal hitch from uh, another company, but all that information is, you know, everything that we've talked about in the past on my content, as well as on their website. If you go to mulchmateusa.com, I think it is. But again, you can check all that out um, on my my YouTube channel, Instagram, you know, episode description, notes and all that stuff. Um, you can get you can click the links and get there real fast to find all that. Um, so anything on there, whether it's TruckMate, I also have, which is a smaller version of MulchMate. I hook it that up to the back of my truck and I fill it up with mulch. There's a tarp that you lay down first and you fill it up, fill, fill the back of your truck up with mulch. And then you, you fold the old conveyor system in the back down, kind of like your tailgate would. And, uh, and, and then you just press a button and it just conveys it, pull the tarp pulls, you know, um, pulls, pulls towards you, right? And it's basically retracting the tarp, which pulls the mulch towards you. And then the conveyor has a convey out the side, whichever side you're on is the side it will come towards and will fill up your wheelbarrow. So you don't have to just sit there and pitchfork it or get in the truck and shovel it all day. You can just do it that way. And when you have mulch mate for your big dump truck and dump trailer and all that, um, then you can have a ton of mulch and a bigger, you know, mulch dispersing unit called mulch mate. And it's the same concept and it just just conveys all of the mulch or whatever material, rocks, you know, any of that stuff, dirt into your, your wheelbarrows or buggies or whatever you're using. Um, and CartMate helps you, or you can have that convey into your CartMate, you know, and, and then that transports the material from place to place without you having to even push a wheelbarrow. So lots of really cool things, lots of new things that's just coming out that just came out and just coming out like a snow plow and all kinds of stuff that, that they're coming out with. So you can go check out their site and put in code LCR and save on all of those different things as well. Hey friends, Mr. Producer here, and I've been listening to Naylor emphasize route density on his podcast for over a year now, and I've encouraged him to take all this material and create a masterclass to put all of his knowledge in one place and share it with you. This is going to be a live three-week course. Nothing's pre-recorded. You'll have access to group live streams and one-on-ones with Naylor. Every session ends with action steps that you can implement right away in your business. Plus, you'll get a copy of the session recordings emailed to you. Hey, if you want to learn how to make $1,000 all the way up to $3,000 a day in lawn maintenance through route density, then you need to click the link in the episode description. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. And last but not least... I'm a fan of Brunt Workwear. Um, they had sent me, uh, and, and f- full disclosure, I do get a little bit of a kickback from the Ramp Rack as well as from MulchMate, but honestly, anything I get kickback from, if I get any kickback from them, it, it basically just goes to reimbursing me for what I bought to use for my business. So it's just, it's like I'm I'm using it and it's helping my business and I'm providing this content to hopefully help you guys make decisions that might, if it, if it works for your business and hopefully help your business out and so on, and just, you know, give, give all that kind of feedback and, um, provide that value. So in exchange for all that, you know, if I get a little bit of a kickback, then it's, it's kind of paying me forward or paying me back for all that stuff because it's not free. Time isn't free, right? Time is money. So the time, all the time that I spent trying to do, make content over the years, you know, it's definitely time consuming. I mean, I started my business eight years ago and shortly after that started my YouTube channel and started getting involved in the community and helping foster growth and everything. I've been creating content ever since. And the majority of that time, it's me staying up late after everyone goes to bed, tuck everyone in and I'm staying up late editing videos, you know, recording podcasts, whatever to, to get the content done because during the day I'm working and spending time with family after. So I got to squeeze this stuff in wherever I can. So, I mean, it's not like this is all just happy go lucky, easy stuff. I mean, creating it for me is, is easy enough because I enjoy it, but it still takes time, right? It takes time to talk. It takes time to edit, you know, Mr. Producer does all that for me for the podcast, which enables me to be able to podcast in addition to other stuff. But you know, edit, editing YouTube videos the way I want them to be edited to, to tell a, a story that's interesting and 
in my opinion, you know, takes more time for me to do that. It's easier for me to film it while, while we're on the fly and we're working, I'm working, whatever. That's easy enough. But then going home or wherever, getting, uploading it all on the computer and editing it all and, you know, all that stuff takes time and effort, obviously. So, and, and we technically don't get paid for any of that. I mean, yes, again, full disclosure, YouTube does, you know, with all their ads and stuff that they put on your videos, they do uh, give you some kickback for that. And obviously the more videos and the more views, the more kickback you get. So that can be a, a good thing and a big thing for folks that invest a lot of time in creating this content and giving and, and providing it for the community to, to also grow and share and, and, and whatnot. Of course, there's different affiliates like what I just mentioned, the Ramp Rack, Mulchmate. There's sponsorships like with Toro and and, and uh, uh, Echo and companies like that that want to put, you know, support, whether it be a, an event that I put together or content that I create. You know, maybe they're giving, uh, letting us uh, demo some equipment before anyone else or gifting us some equipment to be able to use and create content, help us with our business and create content to help anyone else potentially make decisions. So it, it ends up just being a win-win all the way around. So I'm just trying to say like, none of this stuff is free. It still takes time. So, but, but all, full disclosure, I do get some kickbacks for any of that stuff. If you do use my code, just like anybody else. Um, and I don't have a ton of codes. I just, I, I really focus on what I use in my business. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm supporting something that I really use. Um, when it comes to Brunt Workwear, I've gone through tons of work boots, work shoes, all different shapes, sizes, low top, high top, mid range, hiking, work, whatever, athletic shoes, all the stuff over the last eight years. And nothing's ever been, you know, a good solution uh, for me anyway. And last year, um, Brunt uh, sent me a, a pair of work boots. The the ring uh, work boot is the, the name of the, the style. You know, they've got a couple of different, for one, they don't have a ton of style. So they, you know, they have a, a small amount of really good different styles for everyone's uh, preference and tastes and needs. And they're very popular and, and they do a really good job with them. They keep the cost down because they're direct. Um, they, they don't, you know, they're not in stores or anything. So it's direct to consumer. You just buy it online and they ship it to you. So they, you get to save a little bit of money that way. You might not know this, but when you have to buy products in dealers, you know, like mowers or whatever trimmers or clothes, you know, in, in regular stores, there's always more markups involved because the store, wherever you're buying the stuff has to make a profit off of it. So they're basically the middleman. So you got the manufacturer that makes the product and they have them wherever to, to, to increase sales for them. That's, it's like having more salespeople help sale the products, but they have to increase the price. So ultimately the consumer is paying more when there's multiple steps involved. So when it's direct to consumer, meaning you order something online and it just, and then that company sends it to you, um, then, then you get to save a little bit of money because it's just, it's direct. So that's, that's how, that's how Brunt is, Brunt Workwear, I believe, um, I'm not sure if Ramp Rack is still like that. I know they were looking into trying to get some dealer partnerships just because it's easier to have someone local help you install it, right? Because, you know, it can take a little bit of time if you're not mechanically, um, uh, you know, inclined to be able to put that kind of stuff together. It's not, it's not too bad, but, you know, it, he want, they want there to be a support system above and beyond just them up in Maryland. Also, they're in Maryland. So I visited them, got them on the podcast as well. But you know, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's kind of like a necessary, it's, it, it's, it's a needed thing for them to be able to do that versus like Cartmate, for example, or Mulchmate, for example, a lot of their products are pretty self-explanatory. They come to you fully assembled or almost assembled and you just got to attach a couple things with some bolts and, and, and you're good to go. Um, you know, or you can go up there and they can, you know, do stuff or sometimes they come to you for the bigger things like Mulchmate or whatnot. But they're also direct to, to consumer, I believe, and Brunt Workwear is also. So back to what I was just saying real quick is that they sent me a pair of boots. I really like really like them, the ring boots. You can check them out. Again, link will be in the episode description. Um, but there's also, uh, they, they, have, they have work pants now. So this year they sent me some work pants and a new fresh pair of boots. The pair of boots I have from last year are still in good shape. I wear them, been, been wearing them and still wear them. Um, so I got mo another pair of ring boots so that when the old, old ring boots start falling apart, I'll have 
the new ones to transition into, I'll probably still wear the, I'll probably wear the new ones for like quotes and things like that. But when I'm going to be slinging mulch and doing things where I'm going to be getting all dirty, I'll probably just keep using the old rings to keep the new rings as fresh as possible for as long as possible. But the old ones are, are, are going strong. There's a little bit of separation in a couple of non-meaningful spots, but they're still waterproof, no problems. I expect them to last a lot longer. Typically, I go through one pair of boots in less than a year, one pair of work shoes in less than a year. I haven't found a pair that doesn't fall apart. So Brent Workwear, is com- they're comfortable and they're, they, they look good. They feel good. Um, they're waterproof. They have a variety of styles and they're a little bit less expensive than the traditional work boot that you'd get in a store or on Amazon or whatever. And, uh, they last, they've lasted so far. So for me, they're good. So that's why, again, I want to just promote it because they, they gave me a code, uh, LCR 10. So this one's very specific though. And why I wanted to also put this on this episode is because this one's time sensitive It's for the holiday seasons. If you want to give yourself a gift of some new work boots, work pants, they've got uh, hoodies and jackets, hats, all kinds of cool stuff that they're, um, that they have on their website. I feel like every year they add some more high quality products, um, workwear. It's like tools you wear, I think is their slogan. So it's pretty cool. Also a really cool story, how, how it started and everything. Um, and uh, so if you use code LCR10 for your first purchase of $60 or more, you will uh, save 10% off. So that's time sensitive because it's for the holiday season. So feel free to, to use that if you're interested. You can check that out again in the episode uh, link, in the episode description, the link in the episode description. So that's, I think, uh, just rattling off a whole bunch of stuff there. So I was trying to make this one a shorter episode, and I see now that it's gone a little bit longer than I intended, but that's okay. It's a, I just wanted to give you guys as much value as possible. Hopefully, you know, these all the things that I mentioned in this episode will help you. And if uh, at the very least, you can check out some of these links and maybe uh, give your business and yourself a gift, like I said, to help you be better and uh, make more money and be more efficient, more profitable, all that kind of good stuff. So I wish you guys all a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. Until the next episode, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.